beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Nine to Thrive, quick health tips for busy lives. I'm Cece, your go-to nutrition nerd, and I'm thrilled you're joining me today. We've got nine action-packed minutes ahead filled with real talk and practical tips to help you heal for good. So whether you're on your commute, taking a quick break, or multitasking like the boss you are, let's dive in and make every minute count. It's time to nerd out. Welcome to the season finale of Nine to Thrive. So over the past eight episodes, we have delved into a myriad of topics from the dangers of sugar to the power of food synergy. Now today we're going to tie it all together in a big, beautiful bow, focusing on a topic that's both urgent and often overlooked the epidemic of chronic diseases in America. So whether you're a seasoned listener or just tuning in for the first time, today's episode is a must listen. We're going to recap the season's most crucial takeaways and give you actionable steps to activate nutrition as your secret weapon against chronic conditions. So let's make this finale a transformative one. Okay, first, let's talk about numbers. According to the CDC, six in 10 adults in the United States have a chronic disease and four in 10 adults have two or more. That's staggering. We're talking about conditions like heart disease, cancer, type two diabetes, and obesity. These aren't just numbers. These are our friends, our families, and maybe even you. So what's fueling the chronic disease epidemic sweeping across America? A significant culprit is the standard American diet, commonly abbreviated as SAD. And let me tell you, the name is fitting. This diet is a recipe for disaster. High in processed foods, sugar, unhealthy fats, and shockingly low in fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. But let's not just skim the surface. This diet isn't merely making us overweight. It's making us chronically ill. And here's how. First up, let's talk about sugar, the sweet poison that's everywhere. The average American consumes a staggering 17 teaspoons of added sugar per day. To put that into perspective, the American Heart Association recommends no more than six teaspoons for women and nine for men. We're consuming more than double the recommended limit. But what does this sugar overload do to us? Well, for starters, it leads to insulin resistance. When you consume sugar, your body releases insulin to help cells absorb sugar from the bloodstream. Over time, excess sugar can make your cells resistant to insulin. This leads to higher blood sugar and higher insulin levels. And this is the gateway to obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and what I call sticky weight gain, that belly and thigh fat you just can't get rid of. Also, let's not forget about the liver. Excess sugar, particularly fructose, can lead to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which is a condition that's on the rise and can lead to liver cirrhosis or cancer. Next on the list are trans fats, the hidden killers lurking in many processed foods from cookies to frozen pizzas to microwave popcorn. Trans fats are artificially created fats that are easier to cook with and give foods a longer shelf life. Sounds good for the food industry, but it's terrible for your health. These fats are directly linked to heart disease by increasing bad cholesterol levels while lowering the good ones. They also cause inflammation, which is a key player in many chronic diseases, including diabetes and cancer. Now, let's talk about fiber, the forgotten nutrient. The standard American diet is woefully low in fiber, which is essential for a healthy digestive system. Fiber um, helps move food through your digestive tract. It reduces the risk of constipation. Everybody likes to poop a lot or just poop. Um, (laughs) uh, It also reduces hemorrhoids and diverticulitis, but the benefits don't stop there. A high fiber diet has been linked to a lower risk of developing various conditions, including heart disease, diabetes, and colorectal cancer. The lack of fiber in our diet is wreaking havoc on our digestive systems and contributing to a range of issues. 
Now, remember, fiber is also essential for just generally maintaining a healthy gut microbiome, which plays a crucial role in everything from digestion to mental health. Last but not least, let's talk about nutrient deficiency overall. The standard American diet is calorie rich, but nutrient poor. We're eating more, but getting less nutritional value. This leads to deficiencies in essential nutrients like vitamins A, C, D, and E, magnesium, calcium, and omega-3 fatty acids. These deficiencies can cause or exacerbate chronic conditions like osteoporosis, depression, and yes, even some cancers. Moreover, Nutrient deficiency impacts our immune system, making us more susceptible to infections and slowing down the body's healing processes. It's a vicious cycle. The worse you eat, the worse your body can handle what life throws at you, leading to more bad eating to cope. So to sum it up, the standard American diet sets off a domino effect in our bodies. Excess sugar, bad fats, they lead to insulin resistance and heart disease, while a lack of fiber and essential nutrients cripples our digestive and immune systems. This isn't just a diet. It's a ticking time bomb for chronic diseases. And the worst part, well, the sad part, I should say, it's entirely preventable. Okay, so let's put on our myth-busting hats and tackle some of the most pervasive nutrition myths that are not just misleading us, but actively sabotaging our health. Myth one, low fat is healthy. The reality this low-fat craze that swept the nation in the 80s and 90s has left a lasting impact, but not a good one. When you remove fat from foods, you often end up adding sugar to make up for the loss of flavor. And then guess what? That sugar is far more detrimental to your health than the fat ever was. Healthy fats are essential for hormone production, brain function, and even the absorption of certain vitamins like A, D, E, and K. So avocado, nuts, and fatty fish are your friends, people. All right, myth two, all calories are equal. Oh, how I wish this were true, but it's not. A calorie is not just a calorie. The source of that calorie matters immensely. For example, <clears throat> 100 calories of broccoli provide fiber, vitamins, and minerals, whereas 100 calories of soda offer zero nutritional value and a whole hell of a lot of sugar. Myth three, artificial sweeteners are better than sugar. Okay, so while it's tempting to think that zero-calorie sweeteners are the answer to your sugar woes, they come with their own set of problems. Artificial sweeteners can disrupt your gut microbiome, and they have been linked to glucose intolerance and even weight gain. So they have the same effect on your body as actual sugar does. So be careful there. Myth four, you need dairy for calcium. Okay, listen, dairy is not, uh, at this. it kind of pains me to say this because I do love me some cheese, but dairy is not the end-all be-all for calcium intake. In fact, leafy greens like kale and spinach, fish like salmon and sardines, and nuts like almonds are excellent sources of calcium. Plus, they come without the lactose and saturated fats that are found in many dairy products. Myth five, meat is the best source of protein. Okay, while meat is a good source of protein, it's not the only one, nor is it necessarily the best. Plant-based sources of protein like lentils, chickpeas, and quinoa are not only excellent sources of protein, but they also come with added benefits like fiber, vitamins, and minerals. So the takeaway here from these five myths is to question the conventional wisdom that's been handed down to us. Nutrition is a really complex field and it is changing quite a bit um, in real time. But by arming ourselves with the right information, we can make choices that truly nourish our bodies and help reverse chronic conditions. Which brings me 
to the optimistic part of the show. Okay. This is what you've all been waiting for. I'm sure. Um, there is good news amidst the doom and gloom of chronic diseases. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this, but remember I am not a doctor, so this should not be construed as medical advice. I am, but a humble yet rigorously trained nutrition coach offering education and options for you to consider. Talk to your doctor about your specific health situation. Okay. Want to break this down condition by condition and give you some steps to consider to reclaim your health. So autoimmune diseases. Let's start here. If you're dealing with an autoimmune condition, your immune system is essentially attacking your own body. It's a civil war and you need to broker a peace treaty. So a diet rich in antioxidants is your first line of defense. I'm talking berries, nuts, green tea, dark chocolate, just to name a few. These antioxidant high uh, heavy foods fight off the free radicals that contribute to inflammation and tissue damage. Also, it's important to consider completely cutting out processed foods, at least for a period of time. They often contain additives and, and preservatives that can trigger autoimmune responses. So your action step here is to load up on foods that are as close to their natural state as possible. Talk, let's talk about uh, type 2 diabetes. This is a big one, especially given the, uh, the, the sugar-laden standard American diet. The key to reversing type 2 diabetes is to tackle insulin resistance. How? First, say goodbye to refined sugars and carbs. No more soda, no more white bread, uh, no more white pasta. Replace these with high-fiber foods like whole grains, fruits, and vegetables. High-protein foods like lean meats and legumes can also help regulate your blood sugar. So your action step if you have type 2 diabetes is to read food labels carefully. If sugar is one of the first three ingredients, put it back on the shelf and step away, my friend. <clears throat> All right. Metabolic syndrome. This is a cluster of conditions actually that occur together, increasing your risk of heart disease, stroke, and type two diabetes. So if you are struggling with metabolic syndrome, a balanced diet is really crucial. So focus on fruits, vegetables, and lean protein. Don't forget healthy fats like avocados and olive oil. Don't be scared of them. They're not going to make you gain weight. They actually help manage weight and improve your metabolic markers. Your action step, if you have metabolic syndrome, plan your meals in advance to include a variety of food groups. Make sure that you're getting a good mix of macronutrients. That's carbs, proteins, and fats. Fats, my gosh, but also facts. <laughs> Knowledge is power. Um, and then finally, infertility. This is a sensitive topic for a lot of people, but there is hope. A diet rich in antioxidants, fiber, and protein can improve fertility. Take it from me. I've done it uh, myself as well as with many clients. Antioxidants like those found in fruits and vegetables can protect your reproductive system from damage. Fiber from whole grains and legumes can help regulate your blood sugar, which is crucial for fertility, especially if you have PCOS. And then protein, especially from plant sources like lentils and chickpeas, can improve fertility rates. So if you have infertility, your action step here is to consult a provider for a tailored nutrition plan, especially if you're planning to conceive. And if you want an even more impactful action step, spoiler alert, I am launching my fertility boot camp soon, where we're going to dive deep on using nutrition to combat infertility. Um, so we'll put a link uh, in the show notes to stay tuned for more information. Okay, friends, these are just starting points. Reversing chronic conditions through nutrition is a journey, and it's always best to consult with healthcare providers for a personalized plan. But remember, you have the power to change the trajectory of your health through the choices that you make in the grocery store and in the kitchen. So start small, make one change at a time, and be consistent with it. Your future self will thank you. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? We have reached the end of this incredible season and what a ride. I just want to take a beat and express how grateful I am for each and every one of you who have tuned in. I know your time is precious and the fact that you've chosen to spend it with me 
nine minutes at a time. Learning about how to better your health is something that I don't take lightly. Um, this season has definitely been a labor of love. So, um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you're walking away feeling empowered, educated, maybe even a little bit inspired. And I hope that you found some actionable tips that you can integrate into your daily life. As always, if you have questions, um, need to chat about something more specific to your lifestyle and what you're navigating, you can always hit me up on Instagram at nutrition nerd CC. I want to hear from you. Let's keep this conversation going. Your feedback too is the fuel that keeps this show running. Um, so let me know if you've got any thoughts on this season. I can not wait to bring you even more value coming soon in season two. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for nerding out with me. And that's a wrap, beautiful people. Another nine minutes closer to healing for good. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share the love with your friends. Got questions or topics you want me to cover? Just slide into my DMs on Instagram at NutritionNerdCC. Until next time, keep thriving and remember, you've got this.